Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's coast to coast. Baller to baller. Tune in. iTunes Radio Loyalty. Red Nation Rising Radio. We're going to be talking to Dan Perkins, best-selling author. Don Mazzella, best-selling author. IQ Rizzoli, best-selling author. And Richard Kurtz, the guy who makes people best-selling authors. It's going to be a hell of a show today. And uh, they will join us on the old skip here in a few moments. And uh, welcome to our big broadcast. Download our app, JiggyJaguar.us. You can also stream us live at uh, Red Nation Rising Radio, KFRK in Denver, World Radio Network, and of course, iHeartRadio. AMFM247.com as well. And uh, let's go to the old Skype Rooney. And I think we've got. I, our- I, I agree with you. And it was amazing to me. I did research. I talked to librarians all over the country, and everybody said the same thing. There's no books out there for children 9 to 12 that, that talk about the problems of the challenges of a, a grandparent with dementia on their level that is meaningful. <laughs> well, we're, we're. I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you saw today's pickles cartoon. Uh, the kid comes to grandparents' house, and the 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 father is uh, the father had lost his pants and was wearing the uh, the grandmother's pants. And the kid says, uh, uh, "That's what I like about going to grandma grandpa's house. There's always something happening." <laughs> well, that that is a heck of a way to uh, bring in uh, Dan Perkins, Don Mazzella, IQ Alfrazoli, and Richard Kurtz from Strategies PR. And uh, I want to start with Dan. What what is the most important topic that is going on uh, out there in the media? And then I want to get everybody's thoughts on it. What is the most important, or what are the most the, the talking about the most? Well, you, those, those you're you're up mutually, first. Mutually exclusive. <laughs> you 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 pick. You're up first, my friend. I'm I'm finding the the. Let me say that I think that most interesting thing that I've seen. Forget about wars and nuclear alliance and whatever the word is, <laughs> annihilation. Yes. Uh, forget about all that. What I thought was the most interesting piece of news this week was that the Washington Post attacked the New York Times for Don's, credibility. Don's favorite paper. I know. <laughs> the, 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 the gospel according to uh, Mozilla. <laughs> um, so I was surprised that, that the Washington Post would go after the New York Times in, in a in an editorial talking about how they have manipulated and misled American people in, in some of the reporting. And um, so, so far, I have not heard whether the Times has come back. And the reason why I think it's important, I'm wondering if it is the initial chink in the armor. Or is something happening on the left? And I listened to... Um, uh, O'Reilly's fill-in last night, and Brett Hume was on there, and he said, "You know, I think they're talking about the tax march that that they want Trump's tax returns." <laughs> and 
the um, the woman who's filling in for O'Reilly said, "Do you think they've thought about the fact that they're going to their arrest record is going to be with them for the rest of their life?" And was Trump's <laughs> was Trump's tax returns worth a, a black mark on your on your on your file for forever? And so Britt Hume was saying he thinks that the the Democrats and the papers are running out of gas. And, and I think that that's possibly happening too. Um, they've been extremely quiet. And, and maybe maybe the best thing to, to rephrase what I was thinking about, Jim, I'm sorry I'm taking so long. No, so much no, 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 no. So no, much no. going on in my brain. <laughs> so the thing that has been surprising to me from January 20th on, how invisible Mr. Barack Obama has been as his legacy is being torn apart. Well, there's a good reason for that. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm willing to hear that. <laughs> yes, let's go, Rich. <laughs> and, it, and it's the, the born-again skeptic in me that, that follows, not from my PR and poli-sci background, but from my background in finance, which is when you want to know the truth, follow the money. Um, and Barack Obama has been languishing on some yacht somewhere with Oprah and Bruce Springsteen and a few other highly useful people to society. But not and, with Michelle. Oh, who knows? I mean, if I had my <laughs> brothers, would I be with Michelle? Um, in any event, um, in any event uh, there's no mention of his kids. There's no mention of Michelle. But, you know, he's out spending money. And why am I not surprised at this? He went from zero to 20 million in the course of eight years. Wouldn't that be nice for all of us? And I have my own opinions as to how the dollars came about, but that's, that's not for this conversation or the next eight. But, uh, but the thing is, he's disappeared. The money, if you look at the arguments uh, on, uh, uh, at the FCC against that have been put forth prior to this administration against the idea of continuing AM radio, for example. The argument has always been, well, it's, it's unfair to, uh, to liberal causes and, and minorities and this and that. And the bottom line is, is they can't get sustainable sponsorship. There's mm -hmm. no money there to continue it, so it doesn't go anywhere. Uh, what's happening is, is, in spite of all the crap that's coming down the pike here about Trump, there's a lack of economic sustainability that is beginning to build behind BS journalism. Um, every single one of these publications requires advertising as lifeblood. Mm -hmm. As much as they, they, they pull all kinds of lines and everything else, there's a, a thinning layer of people who want to be part of the insane rhetoric. Any more than somebody wants to go and operate a hot dog stand in the middle of those people rioting out there in any one of the streets. Uh, nobody really wants to be any part of anybody else's problem. Mm -hmm. And there are, yes. uh, there are enormous problems brewing among mudstream um, uh, journalism that are, are just catching up. You know, sooner or later, you know, the, the water flows by and you have nothing left but the mud. <laughs> and they're beginning to deal with that. Now they're at the point That's awesome. where they're becoming um, cannibalistic. 
you know, we're not having a really easy time chewing on Donald Trump. Let's go chew on each other. Right, right. Do you and let I me let me just clarify a point. When you said follow the money, are are you subtly insinuating that the sixty million dollars that Brock and and my bell Obama got for whatever reason is to keep him quiet? Oh no, I think it's give him something to spend. Uh, but uh, but he's quiet. I mean, he was perfectly going to stay in Washington because he wanted to protect his legacy. That was yeah, that was everything sure. that was being talked about. And yet he's, he's not help, there. He's got he's a healthy Valerie man in his mid fifties with all the notoriety he can conceivably want, a pile of people who would love to see him hung, and <laughs> nothing but money to spend. Why in God's creation is this guy going to play on it? He's going to go play. He's, you know, I'm going to take some time. And sure, I made a promise to do this, and I made a promise to do that. And I said I'm going to be here for you, and I'm saying I'm going to fight. Screw this. I'm going to go out on a yacht and rest. I'm going to go to baseball games. I'm going to go go do whatever I felt like doing that I couldn't do uh, while I was being a, a community organizer because I actually looked like I was accomplishing something, even though I wasn't. And I'm going to go play. I mean, I'm 68 years old. If at 55 somebody handed me millions and millions and millions of dollars, I think I might have taken some time to go play. You know, since when, did he, since when did he keep any promises? Well, he's keeping a promise to himself. He's a selfish <laughs> yeah. son of a bitch, and he's keeping oh. the promise. I'm going I'm to go spend it on me. <laughs> I mean, he's Dig got it. money stashed all over the world. Don, uh, you know, uh, uh, I view that $60 million, which, by the way, um, uh, when you read the fine print of the contracts, doesn't quite reach $60 million. Certain goals have to be met, according to um, the publishing sources. But, the, but I view that $60 million as the payoff by various people for uh, some of the things he did be, beforehand. Uh, oh, but no I'd doubt. like to... Well, maybe, maybe it just should change the word and payout, meaning uh, bribe. Maybe it's it's a thank you payment. <laughs> that would be a good word. Certainly, uh, Mr. Soros should be thanking him. But um, uh, I, you know, I'd like to jump in uh, on a, yes. co a couple of things. I learned something new. I love the word mudstream. I'm going to use that the uh, next next chance I get. It's a great word. Feel free um, to use it. I invented it. <laughs> well, I, I, I never heard it before until just now. So, uh, but it's a great word, and I, uh, I think you're absolutely right. You know, the, uh, every uh, liberal uh, radio state uh, commentator, etc., that's tried to duplicate uh, Rush Limbaugh, Savage, and, and the rest, has essentially failed. And our former vice president, who went out and uh, created a network which was essentially going to be a, a conservative t network he ended up selling it to the arabs who in turn closed it down but he made his m money well you know all he, of the had, he had to build that 18 bedroom house that he lives in by himself as an as a ecologist king <laughs> well, well, um, yeah, but somehow or other, his uh, carbon print uh, uh, print imprint doesn't uh, uh, count. But uh, uh, you know the the hypocrisy that we're seeing amongst all these people. Uh, 
and and Dan Dan's really uh, taking it uh, to heart what the the Washington Post said. Well, um, yeah, my view of the of that uh, uh, material is they were getting ahead of the crowd because somebody was going to accuse them of the same thing. And I I I really do believe all of this uh, bad press. But the, uh, I'd like to end it on this, my segment, on this note. There, there's a, a cartoon I saw last week uh, where a heckler was asking Donald Trump, where's his tax return? And he said he hid it in the best place he could find, yeah. underneath uh, Obama's birth, President Obama's birth certificate, his transcript of his Columbia uh, Business School, etc. We haven't found them. And uh, I don't think we're going to find his uh, tax return. And to be quite frank, who cares? Who, who cares? That's that's an age gas. Who gives a, you know, it. First of all, if you handed out that tax return to everybody in the country, nine people can read it. <laughs> it, it it doesn't mean anything it, it you know i've i've filled out and read enough tax returns to know that whatever you put on the return all that uncle sam cares about is that you carefully name your sources and that you don't not tell them about income well his tax returns got to be as thick as the manhattan phone book for crying out loud who cares if he did anything wrong? Don't you think some hot dog at the IRS by now would have been three-quarters of the way up his colon about it? I mean, come on. You know, what are you going to do standing there on the street, you know, throwing rocks at people? What are you going to do with that tax return? Um, and, and again, who cares? If he was done something wrong, he'll get caught and he'll get nailed, and that would be the best thing that would, be, that would excite the Democrats. However... The fact is, is that since he hasn't been caught doing anything wrong, he probably didn't do anything wrong, well, they want to just get it and pick it apart and make believe that he did something wrong. Uh, that's it, and, and that's, that's the whole story. But it's, you know, Donald Trump doesn't have to hide money. You know, no. He doesn't have to hide the fact that he made money. Hey, I made a lot of money. Now I can't be bought. By the way, I paid for my whole campaign. Uh, and that this is driving them nuts. They don't know what to do with this. Well, they're hoping that they will find out that he lost a lot of money, and he's the first to admit that he lost a lot of money. You can't make money without losing some. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I can't uh, figure out what they really want to find from the, from the tax return. I mean, I'd much rather see uh, what our Secretary of State's a tax return uh, looks like, because that's got to be a document no, and a half. No, I want to see a complete, a complete colonoscopy-type audit of the Clinton Foundation. That's there you go. <laughs> okay. Oh. I mean, I mean, we got we got Chelsea there, uh, you know, modeling on on some magazine this week. You know, I think that she ought to wear the wedding dress that the foundation paid for. If any one of us had any kind of a foundation and we paid for something personal like that out of it, I want to know how they made that expenditure legitimate. I mean, we'd have the IRS all over us like white on rice. There's no way we would get away with something like that. But the Clintons, come on. Now, uh, um, now, IQ, listening to all this, 
from what Richard's saying and Dan and Don, what 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 are what are your uh, sense of uh, feeling on is, everything? Is he, is he awake? Of course, I'm awake. Okay. <laughs> you guys, I don't know how important these things to you, but most important to me is Pope Francis gave an Easter sermon, and not once, and I repeat, not once, he mentioned the cops being exterminated. And not once did he mention Islam being the enemy of Christianity. Not once. But he was more concerned about how many people died in Syria murdered by the Sunni Muslims. Your thoughts? When Great point. Know, I mean, I, I've, I've talked about that. Relevant. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go, go, yeah, go, when, go ahead, Rich. When is, when is the point? When has the Pope ever been highly relevant? I mean, once in a while, <laughs> you know, he'll go and he'll make people feel good, and he's the head of the church, and and we understand that there are, you know, 60 million Americans that think he's the next conduit to God or feel strongly about him as a spiritual leader. We make a whole list of spiritual leaders whose conversation is anything but perfect or accurate or relevant. Um, he just happens to be the hot ticket in 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 that in that area. And again, you know, why didn't he mention that? Well, let's see. You know, maybe he doesn't want these clowns turning on Catholics. I think that might have been strategically smart for him to not mention anything. Pick the low hanging fruit. <laughs> you know, someone's uh, someone's told me that there hasn't been a relevant pope since Pope uh, John the Twenty Third. Yes, and, uh, most likely not. Yeah. You know, depends on what you mean by the word relevant. <laughs> well, you can misspell it and call it reverent. You can well, you can do whatever you need with it. But the the point is is that any any bureaucratic figurehead of any organization that's that big is got to move very carefully within within his area. Uh, be, because because he does swing a lot of weight. It's a big bat. You know, you 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 get real careful moving the aircraft carrier around in the swimming pool. It, it it's just the way it is. So why why should he why should he say anything earth shattering? Well, uh, the the other the other thing to follow up what you're saying is uh, uh, a good friend of mine who passed away uh, some time ago, um, who was a convert to the Catholic Church. Uh, but a very successful founder, CEO, and chairman of a New York Stock Exchange-listed company said to me, uh, in working with me at an all-boys Catholic prep school, he said, I, I've learned some very important lessons by working with the Archdiocese of Newark. He said, I'm a businessman, and I think in terms of results over the next 90 days, maybe up to as far as a year. Catholic Church thinks in terms of change over centuries, yep. not days or weeks. As do the Chinese. Mm -hmm. As do long-term cultures. I mean, we, we think of, uh, uh, we go into the stock market now thinking of uh, an hour and a half as a long-term capital gain. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and we have we 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 have come to the point in time as the machines go faster and faster that we have the patience of a gnat. 
I was sitting here lamenting the fact that, that going from one screen to another was taking eight or ten seconds on my computer, and it was driving me crazy. When the hell did we ever have to think that way ten years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, and and our patience is diminishing. Our ability to communicate is diminishing. The gadgets are getting better. And we're wondering, well, why... Why didn't this big famous guy say something really earth-shattering or valuable? Well, who the hell is going to listen? You know, all he needs to do is maintain at this point in time and allow for a little bit of growth. There's a lot of advertising now about coming back to the Catholic Church, and there really is not a religious organization out there, and I know, IQ, you're going to jump at this, but there's not anyone out there that doesn't have something good to say somewhere in there. Uh, there also is not one out there that doesn't have blood on its hands. So, you know, the the thing is, is the Catholic Church has evolved significantly since the Borgias. But um, I, I don't feel the, the Muslim extreme end of the Muslim faith, the fundamental end of the Muslim faith, I don't see them having sociologically evolved. Um, I don't see Hasidic Jews having sociologically evolved. You know, there's there's a lot of people that just, you know, can't seem to get out of the 12th century. And, um, and that's fine, as long as you don't look to export the nonsense that comes with it. The Pope right now, he's not looking to export any nonsense. He's just looking to maintain. So just don't expect anything earth-shattering. The only people who don't care about trying to change things in a big hurry are people who are working with Trump at the moment. Everybody else is going, whoa, what's going to happen next? Yeah, but if you, if you take IQ's point of view, is that the head of the Catholic Church, the, probably now the second largest religion in the world behind Muslim, didn't right. say anything about the persecution of the old Coptic Christian faith or the or the persecution and murder of the children and, and women and other people in Syria. Um, if you think about that as um, as a basis to um, to try and do something, um, look at what happened after Donald Trump sent the Tomahawk missiles to the air base in Syria. Um, he said after doing that, that it was important for the world to come together, including the Middle East, to deal with the leader of Syria. He didn't say that the United States was going to have regime change of this leader, but he was saying that the world has to deal with it. And and my concern is and I've talked about I talked about this morning on several different radio shows and some television shows this morning, is that if you look at what's going on, um, anybody who had any gray matter in their head knew that the moment that this problem of Syria went before the UN, that it was going to go nowhere. Of course. So the fact that it went nowhere is is not a surprise to me, uh, because I said so on the air. The, 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 as soon as they started to take it up, however, what's interesting to me is that nobody else in the world stood up to decide that they were going to do something about the persecution of those Syrian children and women 
who were gassed to death. Um, and so what's now translated is translated to Korea, North Korea. And that is, well, is America going to intervene? Well, it seems to me that there is a, a worldwide agreement under international law, no country is now allowed, uh, nor has been for a long time, to test nuclear weapons, yet Korea is doing that and is talking about scheduling another test. Where is the rest of the world's outrage in doing something about it? There isn't anybody outraged. Because and so my nobody else wants to be the target. The same reason why the Pope probably didn't discuss this. I want to talk about this. If I don't talk about that, they're not going to come back at me about this. Right. And, and so that nobody wanted to be a target, so they accepted the murder and the genocide in Syria because they were afraid. Did you miss Europe in 1938? I no, mean, I didn't. I here, didn't miss it. Take, take, take Poland. You know, we don't really want to argue with you. Here, take Poland. Yeah, you right. a little Czechoslovakia. Take that, too. Springtime oh. for Hitler. Yeah. And Germany. I mean, yes. Yeah, you never, you never, ever, ever. I don't, since, since the first guy walked out of the cave and decided to go back and grab his club, you never go into hostile territory <laughs> from a position of weakness. Right. And, and, don't do it. and so when we're talking about well, what's going to happen in North Korea, The question becomes, where is the rest of the world? Because the rest of the world is saying, well, it really has to be either the United States or China. And I'm saying, where's the rest of the world? That's the kind of world we're living in today. We're in a, a politically correct world where fascist dictators are allowed to kill their, their citizens, build nuclear weapons, and get away with it because... Political correct culture doesn't want to have confrontation, and Mr. Well, Trump, Mr. Trump blew that all up when he sent the Tomahawk missiles in. People are notoriously adverse to confrontation. The people who are willing to face confrontation are the ones that succeed and progress. If you just simply look at the American Revolution that we talk about, uh, uh, that we talk about. Like, like with some sort of oddity, it was just no more than the motion of people and dollars. Um, it was, hey, you know, things have been going really well here for the last hundred years. Well, while they were busy beating each other up in Europe. And now all of a sudden England wants to poke around with what we're doing and they want to start taxing us. And they want to start, we didn't have poverty in the colonies until England started leaning in on taxation and people started losing, losing not fortunes, but just livelihoods. And, and that was a fomentation of revolution. Until it lands in your backyard, or perhaps your front yard, or in some cases in your living room, you know, people go, not my problem. You know, it, it, we could we could say not my problem about everything that went on in in in, uh, in Africa, and we could say not my problem for everything that's going on in the Middle East. And I've long since had the idea that just put a fence around it, let them kill each other. They've been killing each other for four thousand years. Why are we getting in the way? But the thing is, is that they now have the capacity via technology to export 
insanity. And the people who just sit back, like you said, in the politically correct world, that's the newest excuse they have. It's cowardice. My question, with all due respect, if the Copts, who are 10% of Egypt, who are actually the original Egyptians, they are the descendants of the pharaohs, cannot be helped, and they're screaming for help. So what do they expect? To be exterminated by the Muslims? And everybody is politically correct? You think that's a good idea? But that's a repeat of what happened to the Jews of Europe. Nobody gave a damn. Nobody. Mm. Fine. So they died. But not only them, 19 million other people also were exterminated in the extermination camps. Most that doesn't even count the people that were exterminated by Stalin in his own country. I'm not interested about Stalin. I'm repeating an occasion that happened in the 30s up to 1945. We have the same problem. The most persecuted people on the planet in the 21st century are Christians. Christians. Yay. Yep. Are who? Uh, IQ? Christians. Christians. <laughs> Christians. Remember the guy, you know... Mary hung on the mom. cross, on a, took a day off on Friday and all that stuff. My question. Right. <laughs> took a day off on Friday and all that stuff. Fantastic. That was fish on Friday. Wasn't that fish on Friday? <laughs> yeah, no pork either. Go, go ahead, IQ. We, 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 we cut you off with our with, with our blasphemy, blasphemy towards Christ. Go ahead, IQ. <laughs> I, I, this is have some humor while other people are dying. I, I agree with you. Look, in my country, Iraq, in the year 2003, we had 1.3 million of the oldest Christian community on the planet. Today, they are less than 200,000. By two, three years, there will be nothing left. Yeah. Yeah, but you see, they're not concerned about people. They're concerned if these people were a species of bugs or birds or something like that, the Democrats would be all over the place trying to save them. Right, but right. No, but, but they're human beings. Why, why should we care about them? Yeah, but I, IQ, you 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 you've created a question that that uh, I, I have to ask you. Awesome. I'm not saying that it's only in the Middle East because we know it's in Africa and it took place in the in uh, in Europe in the in the 30s. But if I look at Iraq, Iran, and Syria, what what is it? about that part of the country that they kill so many people, their own people. Because they're true Muslims. Because they're what? True Muslims. They're fundamentalist Muslims. They read the Quran. They don't make any stupid remarks about it as moderate Muslims, radical Muslims, militant Muslims who don't exist. They're Muslims. Who said that? Erdogan said that. He told the Western the European Union three years ago, don't talk to me about moderate Muslims and this Muslim and this Muslim. Islam is Islam. And yet nobody wants to listen to him. ISIS says, I am reading the Quran, I am reading the Hadith, and the Quran and the Hadith tell me, burn people, slaughter people, enslave people. And yet the leaders in Europe tell you, oh no, no, these are extremists. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. ISIS yeah, and, you, and they and they do that for the same reason that we opened with. They do it because they're chasing the money. That's why they brought all of them into Europe in the first place to have cheap labor. Cheap labor. True. 
while committing suicide that's called cheap labor? Well, they no one ever they, said they were smart. They just said that they were greedy. Good God. They had them for 35 years with the Turks. Not a single one of them assimilated. You mean the Europeans are so stupid? Yeah, maybe they are stupid. They yeah. really are stupid. They're committing suicide. Yeah, well, Einstein coined that one. He said that the the only two things that are infinite are the universe and the human stupidity, and he's not really sure about the universe. <laughs> you know, you, there's first of all, there is no insulation of hum, of intelligent human beings from making stupid decisions. They are not mutually exclusive. Smart people make stupid decisions all day long. There's no question about that. It's part of human nature. Greed, hatred, uh, uh, lust for power, all these things are, are, are parts of human nature. There's nothing new about any of this IQ. There's nothing new about any of this I anywhere think, in the world. I agree with you. This is why we have law. This is why we have, in a way, religion to control. Ho ho hopefully not Sharia law. Oh, no. We're not discussing. Sharia is not a law. Sharia is a way of life. They call it a law. It's bullcrap. Sharia is a way of life. What is it? It's the emulation to the nth degree of what Muhammad said and what Muhammad did. This is why Islam is not a religion. Islam is a cult belief system. And there's no human being on the planet who can come against me and win the debate ever. Which is why they don't debate. They kill people, they intimidate people, they frighten people, I agree. and they push them into their corners. Absolutely right. They either shoot you down or shout you down. Well, and look what the Democrats are doing, even the ones that are Christians. They're modeling it. Again, smart people doing stupid things. Well, they're the new fascists, by the way, the Democrats. Yes. Can we go on to another topic? Yes, Don, you have a ice, suggestion, ice my cream. friend. Ice cream would be a good topic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, you know, I'll throw one uh, out, which is uh, kind of a, a sideways to this. Uh, you know, you know, in our uh, colleges today, uh, people just shout down people who. Uh, lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.